welcome to the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. If you're ready for a dose of inspiration and insight, then you've come to the right place. My name is Victoria Maskell and I'm a psychotherapist, mindset coach and positivity practitioner. I help women just like you to have their own Cinderella stories and transform their mindsets to make their dreams a reality. So if you're a coach, an entrepreneur, or just looking to up-level your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm going to be talking all things money mindset, manifesting your dream life, and how to use your subconscious to achieve anything you set your mind to. I'm going to be filling these podcast episodes with stories and inspiration for you, things to make you smile, feel supported, and get ready to crush your goals and manifest your dreams. There is no such thing as a coincidence in life. So just by listening to this podcast, you are one step closer to making your dream life, business, and mindset a reality. So if you're ready for today's dose of positivity and prosperity, then let's dive in. Hi everyone and welcome to today's podcast episode. I am joined by Reese Alexander. I'm very excited for this episode because we're going to be diving into social media, anxiety, visibility and just to introduce him, Reese was a performer. He was absolutely massive on social media. We're talking half a million followers plus and Reese is going to be here talking about the real side of social media. We're going to be diving into followers, visibility, comments and how to deal with the negative side of everything social media. So Reese, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So, so excited to have you here. Would you like to add anything to the listeners that I've missed about who you are, <laughs> what you do? No, no, you've pretty much got it spot on. Um, I used to obviously be a performer, I used to be quite known on social media. Um, just about there, I have a normal job now, it's, it's all died down. So it, it's, it's how, obviously this podcast is how I've dealt with it, how I still deal with it, still have something online. Fantastic. I think... Obviously, in my business, I use social media a lot. I know most people are on some form of social media platform. And I think one of the problems I see is that there is a lot of negativity. Social media is quite dangerous. There is a lot of potential for negative comments, nasty comments. And what I would love to start talking about is how that affected you in your career because I'm sure the bigger you got the more stuff that was thrown at you so do you want to start by telling us a little bit yeah. about that so obviously everyone's aim with social media they have an outcome of what they want whether that's likes whether that's fans whether that's uh, business and any terminology that you want a positive outcome now the first thing I would do is I'd, I'd put a video out there because I personally want to get known or someone to like a singing video um, what would happen was occasionally that I would get all the nice comments and that, that's what you expect, that, that's what you want, that's what you desire but all it takes is one negative comment and that one negative comment can be something or, like so, so simple as you sung this note wrong or, or you're terrible or anything and it shatters the whole principle of what you wanted the outcome to be. Yeah. And did you get that a lot? Um, yeah, to be fair, to be fair, yeah, hundreds. I, I, yeah, you do get quite a few hundred comments uh, on on all my posts, to be fair, whether that was a photo or a video. Um, but I had a great team that tried to delete the, the negative comments. I'd definitely say if you are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, get the filters on there, the, the words you don't like, uh, the, the equations you don't want on there, 
get that filtered out so the negativity is automatically out of your sight, keeping you on your positive track of business and personal followers. Yeah, I think I, you were saying this earlier and I didn't even realise that was a thing. I didn't realise we could filter the comments on our Instagram and I think you've hit the nail on the head there where you were saying about keep yourself positive. So yeah. I'm always talking about thoughts become things. So actually you don't want someone else's negative thoughts to be taken on. No, because sometimes obviously negative comments, you can turn them into positive and you can, you can make them your next great thing. Like if someone said you sung this for no wrong, like next time I would try to correct that. But sometimes you don't want that. Or if it's something terrible like a quotation of a swear word, it's just so bad. You, you filter everything you don't want to hear, whether it's your bad, whether your product's product is rubbish, whether your voice is rubbish, whether your hair is rubbish, you'll filter everything you don't want. Sometimes that can be 10 filters, sometimes it could be just one specific word. And it's how you as an individual don't want to see it and how, it's, it's all about the outcome. That's how, that's how I see it. Yeah. Interestingly, something you just said then, did you find that the way you saw yourself, like your physical appearance changed as you were, because you were quite young, weren't you, when social media really kicked off for you? Yeah, so I'd say I was about 13, 14. It was a time of Justin Bieber where he had the hair flick. Um, I was going to my first show and my friends were like, why don't you get Twitter? You can see where he is. You can try and meet him. It was all, it was all, it was all to do with the whole stalking element of someone else. <laughs> so I got social media. I put my photos online and it kind of, it just all started from there. People were just giving me the simple comments of, oh, you look like Bieber. Like one day it was 1,000 followers, the next day it was 3,000 and 10,000 14. It just kept going. But because of that, obviously, you start to notice the whole likes, retweets. And Justin Bieber would post a photo. I'd see simply that he'd have hundreds of thousands of likes. I'd be like, okay, cool. I'm going to get that T-shirt. I'm going to get that haircut. I'm going to try to be something I'm not because that's what people want. And that that's what I found myself doing. I was, I was giving the audience what they wanted. It wasn't what I wanted. Sometimes... Obviously, a lot of people obviously be themselves, but people like me, I was, I wanted to get known fast. I wanted this, this is what I did. I knew it was working, so carry on. So, whether that was the hair flick or whether it was someone saying, "Ah, oh, you have yellow teeth," I'd simply go and get whitening kits or anything to make myself look better. So any negativity, I would try and it affect me in a way of. I just keep going until yeah. I've given them the image that they want, mm -hmm. which is obviously bad sometimes as well as good, yeah. but. Yeah. Uh, so that's how it happened. So like, ex it's really, really hard, isn't it, to stop other people's comments affecting you. And when it's on a massive scale, it's going to have an impact. So especially when you're young as well, I think it affects any age, but when you're younger, you want to fit in, you want to be liked. You said you've got, you know, this Justin Bieber kind of image yeah. that you're working towards. And then did you get positive comments when you were doing things like whitening your teeth, <laughs> getting the hair flick? I'd, I'd say yes, you, you get the positives, but when... Obviously, when you're that young, you kind of get a bit addicted to the comments. So when mm -hmm. someone says, especially when girls your age, you never used to get attention. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, you look really good with your hair like that. And you start to think, OK, I look better like that. That's how I should be. That's how I should have been. I'd never developed my own look. And anyone that listens to this who's, who's my friends or family or audience, you'd, you'd agree the same. It's always been a kind of I've copied someone like when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And it takes a long time to develop your own personality like yeah. Social media has that impact. If I didn't have social media, I don't know what path I would have gone down physically by looks or would I have copied any other celebrity in the in the industry or, or would have copied or bought any product that's out there on social media. Would I have done that? Probably not. Yeah. Do you think your life would be completely different if social media hadn't blown up the way it did when you were so young? 100%. Yeah. Absolutely 100%. I don't know how it would have been different, but it performing arts was obviously my, 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 it was my dream from the start. So... 
for social media to kick off, that's probably any performer's dream. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you're a singer, dancer, actor, um, artist, anything in that, that has to be seen, yes. If, if you had a big change in your life or you did something completely different, you don't really know what other you do because it's yeah. the only thing you're good at at the time. But, yeah. yeah, it's what you know. So social media, is it still part of your world now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay so, to admit it. See, We're all social media fans. Yeah, yeah, you know that as a friend. I So I, I do have social media. I have, I have followers on Instagram. Instagram's the only thing I use now. Facebook's one of those things that's more of a business. Twitter, same. It's turned into more of a business profile. But Instagram, definitely, for a self-product now, I have a normal job now, like you know, mm-hmm. but Instagram still gives me that allowance of I can connect with an audience. I, I only have obviously 20,000 followers. So, yeah, so <laughs> Sorry, yeah. we'll just pause that. He said only, only 20,000. So, 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 so only, but like, <laughs> yeah, I'll post something out to them. I want my voice to be seen. I, I'll only do it now for self confidence. Mm. I'll post a video hoping to get some nice comments. And to be fair, like this we'd record over and over again until you get the outcome you want so whether that singing video is taking me two months two weeks two days two hours i'll keep redoing it until i know it's good and someone else tells me you should redo it or you should keep it this way i would do that and then i'd post it and i'd post it out of pride not out of an outcome so Mm -hmm. that's that's positivity of my social media now yeah um definitely for the pride and not not the money or the fame because i think there's definitely a place for social media being a good thing like from my point of view i feel like there are going to be people that are listening to this podcast they're listening to other episodes and they found me through social media and i love that but i think there is this scary negative downside that you start living for social media and you start checking I mean, were you ever in that position where you post something and you would be checking for likes and checking for comments? And and how good that post was, was determined by that kind of external metric. Yeah, so like like you said, the internet can be good. It can be a good thing. It's obviously, we met as friends over the internet, which is that's positive from Instagram. But the, the negatives, it can, like, it's the negative comment I mentioned earlier. If you receive something, it can shut you down. Mm-hmm. The problem is, if you do receive one comment, whether that's positive or negative, you'll keep checking. And the whole point is, it's the algorithm of Facebook. If it notices you're checking so much, or this is any social media, if it notices you're checking so much, it's going to slow down the reaction time to you receiving likes and follows <gasps> because... I did they, not know that. They know that you're going to go back to social media. So say if you post a podcast, singing video, song, like photo, family photo, anything, if it notices you're checking every 10 minutes it's gonna slow the reaction time down to me actually liking your photo. It will choose you to see that in an hour's time simply because you're gonna get a buzz from it again. And the problem was I was doing that probably every two or three minutes I'd go on my phone and I'd get such an addiction to it where if I didn't get so many likes or so many comments on a post, I would physically delete it because I would think either I'm ugly or that's not good enough for my audience, which is... yeah. Obviously now it's a bit silly to think that, but that's what I would have thought at that time. That's what I know I did think at that time. Yeah. And there are going to be a lot of people that are going to resonate with that. They are going to be thinking. I know there's a lot of people that stop themselves posting videos. I'm going to ask you about that in a minute. But they stop themselves posting videos or comments because they're scared of what other people can think. And if if this is something that you're trying to build a business on, you're self-sabotaging because you're worried about what other people can think. So... As you're a performer, Mm -hmm. so I know you have a lot of confidence in many ways. I know (laughs) you do. Have you got kind of any advice for someone who maybe does want to post? It might be a singing video. It might be um, a piece of content. And have you got any advice for someone who is is nervous to do that? Do it. (laughs) That's a great piece of advice. (laughs) 
The reason I'm going to say just do it because you're behind the camera in your own control. When you're in your bedroom, when you're out and about, whether you're on a train, bus, you're in the public, you have that power to retake to your standard. If it makes you happy, after a hundred times, like I said, you can do it. Now, my problem was when I was younger, I could never sit in front of a camera and do a podcast. I wanted to be a vlogger when I was younger. I see I saw a very good outcome from it and I couldn't do it. I physically couldn't sit in front of a camera. Two reasons. I didn't have the patience. That, that was the first <laughs> one. And the second being, I just didn't have the confidence to listen to my voice back. I didn't like hearing my voice oh. back. And that was the same as singing. I didn't want to sing a cover, whether it was my guitar, my piano, acapella or over an instrumental and post it because I didn't want to hear it. And I didn't want, especially when, when you're at school as well, you go into places where people know you, you're going to get a bit embarrassed by it. Mm-hmm. But You'll never know unless if you do it. And obviously my outcome was a bit better. I had the chance to tour when I was younger. I wouldn't have had that opportunity without posting on social media. And my biggest fear was, what are people at my school going to think? Now I went to a normal high school where there's a lot of boys, a lot of girls. where quite judgmental. I think that's in every scenario. And I'm sure if you're at a workplace, university, if you're in any environment, if you're in any establishment or organisation, you're going to feel that pressure. And I'd just say... If it's your dream, if it's your desire, whether it's business or social media outcome, just do it and expect everything after and have the answers to it after. Someone says, why have you done it? It's made you happy. That's why you've done it. You want an outcome from it. Um, For me, it was obviously I wanted something out of it. I got something out of it over long term and I did get the the hate and you always have hate. You have have love from it, but you're always going to have a positive and negative no matter what you do, no matter how good you are. You can have that. That's that's inevitable. That's that's just what it is. Yeah, I think what's interesting as well is I know a lot of people that I've either worked with or coached. They're in this transition where they've got a nine to five, but yeah. they want to start their own business, or it might be they want to perform in some way, shape, or form, yeah. and they're worried about what their colleagues are going to think, or their friends from school, or their people who are like, "Wait, you can't be a, fo- a performer. You're an accountant," and it is tricky because you want to be who you want to be. Yeah. So, like now, I'm. Obviously, you know, as a friend, I work in London, I'm a quantity surveyor. I'm a nine till five, well, I wouldn't say nine to five job. I'm, I'm working <laughs> yeah. a standard nine to five job in another city where a lot of people see my face, not just on social media, they'll see it on LinkedIn, obviously the business profile of it all. And sometimes I get worried of, am I going to sit in front of a client and they're going to say, hang on, I've seen you on social <laughs> media and you get that embarrassment. But if if you've if you want an outcome from it, if you're not embarrassed, if, if you want to have that vlog or that that singing video, you say, yeah, it's my, it's my hobby. Like I have been approached before in a meeting where someone said, you're a guy from social media, you, mm-hmm. you sing on Instagram. And I've simply said, yeah, it just makes me happy. It's just something I do in my spare time. Obviously, time's obviously yourself. You control your own time. So mm-hmm. if you have a normal job and you want to do it after work, or something, I won't be worried about it or speak about it. We, like, just, just lead it into your friends at work. Just say, oh, I'm thinking about doing this. What's your thoughts? Get some of their opinions or... Before you, before you post it, ask them. It makes them feel involved. It makes the, the situation be a bit more manipulated in your control of, first of all, you're not awkwardly going to turn up to that organisation feeling a bit like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, has someone seen what I posted last night? Yeah. Is it going to be negative or positive? You've already had what you want the outcome to be. You're, make, you're making it yours, not theirs. Yeah, that's great advice, actually. That piece on deciding what you want out of it. What Because ultimately, anything you post on social media, whether it's personal, business you need to decide what you want out of it and rather than choosing oh I'm not going to post it because Sally might say this and just being open about it something else you said there <laughs> I don't know if you can if you can tell us your secrets but are there any ways that you've been able to manipulate social media 
for your benefit. And I mean this in a good way because people, you know, social media now, there's a lot of bots, there's a lot of people buying yeah, followers. Um, and yeah. can you kind of tell us anything about I, that? I can. So, so my first social media was Twitter and my agent turned around to me and he said, you need to buy followers. You need to get yourself more out there. And for any businessman or businesswoman or whatever you want your outcome to be, the number means nothing these days, mm-hmm. but it means everything to the what you think it means everything to the customer isn't the case. Whether the customer is a fan, an actual buyer, or a friend, it isn't the case. They do not care about the number. What seems to happen is you buy these followers, these bots, and their invisible profiles. They do not like your content. Mm-hmm. And the problem is people do notice that, and it puts your product to shame, whether it's a personal photo, whether it's a business outcome, it puts it to shame. And the whole manipulation of social media is... It's, it, when I was performing, it was controlled by Facebook direct to me or Instagram direct to me, where we'd have a contract. They'd say our algorithm would make girls between 13 and 25 see your post in this mm-hmm. area without fail. This is the percentage compared to your audience would see it. But now it's controlled by yourself. You have got that advantage of choosing the audience. You can range it in location. You can organise it to the way you want, which which is the manipulation of it. And it's great. I wouldn't recommend these following, unfollowing softwares because then you get a reputation for it and it can obviously, it's misleading your business in some way and it makes you look a bit disloyal as a person, whether it's a self, um, self-profile self as well. Yeah. Um, for me, a lot of it was manipulated, like I said to you. My social media went from two, 300,000 to half a million. That's across all networks, not just on one network. In a year, simply from softwares following, unfollowing or simply liking hundreds of people's photos actually i say it was it'd like about twenty thousand photos a day and Whoa. that would instantly make your profile noticeable but it doesn't it doesn't work like that anymore yeah. so there's so many restrictions and so many it, there can be so many negative outcomes from it because fate s- systems are so clever now they'll recognize the algorithm and it will stop you from mm-hmm. doing it so as soon as you buy them as soon as you put automation in as soon as you try to manipulate it in your own manner without their help, without their, yeah. the algorithms work that out and it will restrict your content, mm-hmm. not having the outcome you wanted simply from that. Yeah, like banned hashtags. Like, I didn't even realise that was a thing recently, but if you use a banned hashtag that's been overused, your content isn't seen if you've got that hashtag in your in your picture. True, it's used to an extent, but it limits it. So, for example, mm. if we put a big hashtag out there, like music, obviously... Mm-hmm. Massive. <laughs> massive. There's There's probably billions of music posts what Facebook or any other social media would do, you put music and it would be restricted to maybe 100 people, but that's still 100 more people that wouldn't have seen it before. So that, mm-hmm. that's the bonus. But I wouldn't I wouldn't put hashtags out there or hundreds of hashtags expecting an outcome from it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, your content has to be something that they want to see as well, yeah. where, as, as well as, obviously, the hashtag. It's the value, isn't it? It's, about, think, it's the value of the products. Yeah, the whether that is a video, whether that's business content, yeah. it's got to come from value. And I think even I used to think, oh, my God, oh, my goodness, people aren't going to take my profile seriously no. because it's so small. But actually, other people have got thousands of followers, but it's all bots. Because of the quality, it's yeah. not the quantity. You can post 100 photos of anything and you're not going to get likes or more followers. Or you could mm. post a photo of something artistic you've created or a photo of your family and friends and it's going to it's gonna mean more to people, not just yeah. yourself. Yeah, so lead I, I, with I, yeah, value. I go by that quality 
not quantity rule yeah. by social media. Do you, on social media, do you post regularly? Because there's a lot of advice out there about you've got to post every day and you've got to do this. Well, that's a, that's a secret. Oh, <laughs> you, oh okay, no, no. that's a top secret. No, no, no. If you go through, if you work out, if you understand, you, it's all about understanding your social media. Again, back to the outcome. I know what time of day I need to post something mm-hmm. if I want the best outcome. For me, it's a personal profile, not a business. So I know the exact yeah. time not to the minute, probably to the hour, <laughs> of when I should post something to get more people to see it, for more likes, more views, mm-hmm. and let the algorithm take on from there. It, it, it's knowing, knowing your audience and, and looking at the statistics, the Facebook statistics, the Twitter statistics, they're great, they're great tools, they're fantastic tools, Instagram tools. It will tell you when your profile should, should post, when your profile shouldn't. And it's, it's understanding how to use the tools that they've given you. Yeah, and stick within their rules, within the social media rules. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I know we touched on this a little bit at the start, but I, just, I still think social media is amazing. It opens so many doors, but it has that potential to leave massive anxiety for people. Um, have you got any advice to someone who maybe wants to use social media, but they're worried. They're worried about the negativity. They're worried about trolls. They're worried about what other people will think. Have you got any kind of ideas from your personal experience, how you've dealt with things? From my personal experience, I was young, so the content I provided was very cringe. And <laughs> to go to a school and face that was my biggest fear. So everything I did, this is from learning a lesson prior, I had to think about before posting. Yeah. Um, like I said to yourself earlier behind this, if I posted something and it didn't get so many likes, I'd delete it. But that's the same situation of if I was playing football with my friends and they left me out, I would simply go aside and I'd get attached to social media yeah. because I knew I'd get an outcome or I knew people mm-hmm. would be online. And it's it's hiding behind the screen, which has its negatives and positives. That can be a negative at that time of my life or my age mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. It's like social media is protective and it's reinforcing mm-hmm. yeah. because... I bet when yours blew up, you're like, wow, people like my content. They like me. That This is amazing. But then it can probably make you retreat from the real world. Yeah, so I had I had a good bunch of friends at school, I'd say, but everyone has their own lives. So they're not always approachable. Everyone does their own thing. And when I felt unapproachable to life or whatever, I would yeah. simply, especially at school, I'd lock myself away in the music room mm-hmm. and I would simply post a tweet, I'm doing this, what do you guys want to hear? Or... I would, Snapchat wasn't around when I when yeah. I was at school, but like every other social media, I put on there, what do you guys want? And I'd try to talk to everyone out there. I wouldn't go and sit down with my friends at lunch. I'd simply enjoy the fact I'd get hundreds of people messaging me or mm-hmm. replying to my comments or replying to my tweets or whatever. And sometimes that's obviously, it's massive, massive negative because you are, you get this anxiety that you don't even realise you have and you're yeah. shutting yourself away because you prefer invisible attention mm-hmm. it's, it's not real attention real attention is obviously sitting down with your friend hi how are you yeah. instead you're looking at screen saying hi how are you whether you know them or not mm-hmm. it's still a screen and you have no fear in front of a screen yeah especially when it's words you have no fear in what you tell your friends whether that's a secret mm-hmm. whether that's something that you're upset whether you're happy whether you achieve something you have no fear in the way you put it because you're putting it on text and you have that power to send it out there yeah. and some of the things like singing, I wouldn't have done in front of my friends, but I would do it online. Or some of the yeah. things I'd post, like I'd post like little statuses, like how my day is. I wouldn't go in front of my friends and say, just to let you know, I'm all <laughs> eating a sandwich. But I would do it on yeah. Instagram or Twitter and Facebook because I know people would like, 
oh, what are you having? What are you doing Reese, what's it? in your sandwich? Yeah, we yeah. need to know. We want to have the same yeah, sandwich yeah. as Reese. <laughs> it's all about you close yourself behind a wall yeah. that you think there's a world behind there, but there's not. Mm. Not yet, anyway. Not, yeah. not actually yet. There's a, there's a barrier. Anyone, you can be anyone you want on social media. Yeah. Exactly. And you get to show what you want to show and what you don't want to yeah. show. You get to talk to who you want to. And there is, you're right, there is that kind of protective bubble because yeah. it's a phone or it's a screen. Yeah. You don't actually have to engage with them. You don't um, have to see them or meet them. They don't have to know bits of your life that you might want to keep quiet. So you get to be perfection in their eyes. Which, which, which I do now. Obviously, at my age, um, I post what I want to post to look happy or like everyone has behind closed doors your own problems, whether it's it's love family work anything you choose what you post obviously some people post everything some people yeah. post negative <laughs> i personally wouldn't post if i've got a problem at work or if i've got a problem with my friends i wouldn't post that i'd simply think okay i've got a large audience i just want them to in the politest way see my life in a massive positive way and mm. i've had some people say to me your life looks great you go on holiday all the time you do this all the time you buy cars you do this you do that and it's not the fact, I'm not trying to gloat, I'm not trying to yeah. brag about it, I'm just trying to show I've got a happy life. But I do have a happy life, which I'm grateful for, but yeah. no one knows behind the scenes, everyone has unhappy stages of their life. Yeah. Social media is such a, it's such a, a bad fe- affection for kids as well, or young adult youths, I'd say, I'd say is the correct terminology, because you look at something and you think, I can't get that, or yeah. I can't do it. It's the way you're making someone jealous without realising, or... It can affect, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's how I see it affecting you. It's the jealousy. Yeah. And you post what you want because you want it to be seen. So whether it's myself, whether it's yourself or anyone, you're posting what you want to create. So yeah, you're, you creating, create, you're it. creating this image. I'm creating this. Yeah, I have a great life. I'm creating it, but I'm not going to put on there the bad timeline yeah because and i think there is something nice to be said for showing people positivity like you know that i'm all about positivity but i think the word i use is comparisonitis okay people on instagram particularly i think you're more affected when you're younger but you look at profiles and you start thinking am i as pretty as that person am i am i as tall do i have as Mm -hmm. many followers am i can i buy all of those things and instead of going okay these are the best bits of this person's life and they've done this and that's fantastic people go I don't have that I can't be that I can't do that and then they internalize that and I think it's about like you've just said being honest yeah. and saying I have my life and my life has ups and downs because I'm a human being I just choose to put certain aspects of it yeah. online and that's my choice and I get to put whatever content I want there yeah and I think just even having this conversation people can realize that it's okay if you don't have the car, the house, the family, the whatever at this point. No, it's because life is a bit of a roller coaster. It's having that timeline in place and that negativity. Obviously, the way I see it, if I have an outcome that I don't like, whether it's a bill, whether it's a, I don't know, I've lost a contract at work or something that's a negative to me, I try to put a positive to it. Like, what have I got out of this bill? Or what have I done to change a situation into a good one? If it's something you can't control, you need to remember to yourself, this situation is uncontrollable. Yeah. So whether you've had a loss or something, I'm putting a a serious situation across. Yeah. It's your choice if you want everyone else to feel like, oh, unfortunately this happened, or you can make a positive out of it. This person had a great life. It's the way you want people to see the images. It's every single outcome is... you have that control, and that, that's what's scary about yeah. social media. You have the control of what you want people to see. Mm-hmm. And like I mentioned with the whole trolls, whether it's a celebrity, whether it's 
you or me Mm -hmm. or anyone listening you're going to get that hatred or you might not but that it's going to be there in people's minds and like you you judge people you you could think a celebrity is awful Mm -hmm. but the rest of the world can think they're amazing it's yeah everyone just needs to remember everyone has an opinion yeah i always say not everyone can like beyonce I think Beyonce's great, but there are going to be people that don't. I don't. (laughs) There you go, and one of them is right here. But you're exactly right. I think what we need to remember is there are things in life we can't control, Mm -hmm. and we cannot control someone else's beliefs on something. So I could say something. I could say something on the podcast that I honestly, truly believe, and I send it out in a positive way. Someone could listen to it and think, Victoria, that's ridiculous. How dare you say that? You've really offended me. I can't impact on the fact that it's offended them. Mm -hmm. I can only say what I want to say with the best intention, but how they take it is based on their beliefs, their experiences. That is hard to get your head around, but it's true, isn't it? I 100% agree. Yeah. I can't even put it in there. I can't even expand <laughs> I said on it that. The best. Yeah. I said it the best. So, just to kind of bring this to a bit of an end, is there anything that you want the listeners to know about social media, anything else that you feel you just want to kind of get across to the listeners about social media, the potential amazing bits or negatives? Don't look at someone and say, I want to be like them. Whether that's me, Victoria, Justin Bieber, (laughs) Beyonce, Beyonce, um, Lord Alan Sugar, Mm. um, anyone influential. Yeah, look at them and think, wow, I want to be like them or wow I don't want to be like them but have your own goals Mm. and that's the same with your videos don't look at um YouTube vloggers out there and think right I want to be a vlogger and then look at their followers and say yeah I want to hit more than theirs have your own targets start small and then dream big don't dream big straight away have that dream big back in the back of your head but don't start like don't at the start say I want a million I want a million followers I want a million likes if you start small, when you achieve that, you'll feel proud that you've achieved something so small and then you'll have your next target, whether it's 100 to 200 or 500 to 1,000. It gives you something to look forward to, something to build up to. You're not going to stress yourself. You're not going to feel the need to manipulate social media in a way of well, having imperfections of buying followers or or buying an image that you don't have or you don't isn't you or your product. It's, it's letting it organically grow. Obviously, you can use the tools that are provided on social media. It's, it's having the time and your little plan. If the plan doesn't stick, that's okay. That gives you an advantage to say, okay, that content I posted of my new my new product, maybe it should have a bit more of a outcome, more, more colours on the poster. It's, it's You learn from it and you think, okay, this, this post did well. Why don't I similarly, similarly post some... Yeah. Like that is... It's not having the jealousy, it's having your own ideas, your own, obviously you can abbreviate on people's ideas, you can expand on those yeah. ideas, but I would never recommend copying, and my, my biggest regret when I was younger, I copied celebrities out there because I thought that's what people wanted, not my own image. Mm-hmm. See, now I'm older, you realise your own image works better, but sometimes if you do have your have an image, like, let, let's look at a mobile phone like Apple, if you're, you're creating a, a product and you I want to be like Apple, you're never going to be greater than that product because you're yeah. simply going to judge yourself to that product. Mm. It, that, that's how I see it. Yeah. Oh, that's that's amazing. So, baby steps. 
Yeah. Have a big goal, but have your own goal. So you, yeah, so absolutely. perfect. So we're we're looking at other people for inspiration, but we're actually developing what do, who am I? What do I want to look like? What do I want to do? Yeah. And breaking that down into small steps to get there. Yeah. That could be from people, whether it's your own profile, whether you want to be an influencer online, or whether you <laughs> whether you an want influencer. to, uh, or whether whether it's a business term, it's in anything, whether it's products or, or yourself. That's that's how I see it. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much, Reese. <laughs> okay. I think there is so much value in this episode because we've talked about physical algorithm things that I didn't even know about <laughs> that I'm going to take into account. We've talked about the anxiety side of things. We've talked about comparison. If anyone listens to this and they're really young, there is so much value in here. Please, please, please do listen to this episode and take on board Reese's advice. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> right, we will end this episode there. We hope you've really, really enjoyed this. Thank you so much, Reese, for coming You're on the podcast. You're absolutely welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. You would totally make my day, and you'd help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. And if you know someone who this content would help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all in the next episode.